this is Sarah with Olay Bloomer. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the podcast. January has been a blur for me. I don't know if it's been a blur for you, but there's been a lot going on. It's been very busy. It's almost hard to believe that we're almost done the first month of the year. Maybe a little bit uh, disappointing or anticlimactic. Maybe if you're like me, 2022 is turning out a little bit differently than you thought it was going to. But nevertheless, it's uh, the start of a new year and I'm still thinking about things kind of at a high level of how I am and how I function and kind of intentions that I want to have for my life for this year. And this is kind of another one of those types of episodes. And the one of the big things I've been thinking a lot about lately, and I've been reading some good books on it, is the stories we tell ourselves and the way that we talk to ourselves and build ourselves up. And I've been getting back in touch with Brene Brown and some of her great work, reading a book of hers that I've never read uh, that's called Rising Strong. And I want to talk a bit about that. And the one big concept from it is rumbling and rustling with the false stories and the false narratives that we tell ourselves. And how do we turn our stories into something that is more beneficial and more empowering for ourselves? I've had a rough go for the last month or so, the last four to six weeks or so. And I really feel like the wind has been uh, knocked out of me. You know, you know that feeling when you get winded, when you really get punched in the gut and fall down or the carpet has just been pulled out from under you and feeling in a lot of different ways in my life, professionally and personally, like, you know, A, the honeymoon is over, B, my rose colored glasses have come off, but C, really feeling down for the count of feeling rejected, feeling invisible, feeling overlooked, um, feeling like I'm at the bottom of the rung and the bottom of the ladder. And I was so proud of myself at the end of the year and everything that I'd done and accomplished and things I thought that were going to go right for me in life and just feeling knocked down and a bit gutted. And because of just some things that people have done to me and things that people have said and experiences that I've been through and situations that I'm in that are uncomfortable, just feeling like I've lost my power And this one thing I've been saying to myself over and over again is that, you know, there's people in my life that I think are winning, that they're winning and they're succeeding and they look at me as a loser and I feel like a loser, that other people are winners and I feel like a loser right now. And that's how I I imagine I must look to them and I must look to the world as like a loser. And that's obviously not a helpful, empowering way to talk about yourself. So what's been coming up for me is when you feel that way, when you have those types of uncomfortable experiences and emotions that really hit you with that type of a feeling, whatever for you the language might be, might be. for me, it's I could tell myself a lot that I'm a loser and um, yeah, that, that there's something wrong with me. For you, it might be a different type of language or a different type of story that you tell yourself that's unpleasant, that doesn't feel good. But I'm catching myself at the very least to be aware of the fact that that's what I'm doing and I need to say something to myself every day that's way more empowering than that and I need to come up with a story and a narrative for the life that I'm living and the way that I look at my life that's more empowering and I need to get my power back and I need to do things every day 
that remind me of my value, that remind me of my strengths, that remind me that I am in control of my life, that I am succeeding, that I can't compare my life to anyone else or worry about what anyone else thinks when they look at me or when they look at my life. I need to get my power back as far as the way I talk to myself, the way I carry myself and getting in touch with my strengths and the journey that I'm on. And so this is where it leads me to Brene Brown. Brene Brown is someone who became very famous about 10 years ago. And I remember coming across her work kind of before she peaked because someone had recommended her to me. And she talks a lot about vulnerability and shame as far as she works as a social worker. And just the fact that true power and courage in life comes from being willing to take your armor off and be exposed, be seen for who you really are. And oftentimes the difficulty though in doing that is that we all wrestle with shame of feeling like there's something wrong with us, that we're not worthy, that we don't deserve connection. And that prevents us from putting down our armor and letting people really see us. And that happens in our families, in our personal relationships, that happens at work, in our careers, every area of your life. We can struggle to be seen and be exposed because we are afraid that with what people see isn't good enough and that we're going to be rejected because of what, because of who we are fundamentally. And she has this fantastic book that's called Rising Strong because she wrote a lot of really happy books about, you know, how great it is to be vulnerable, how great it is to be brave. And this is a book about how much it sucks to fail, how much it sucks to take the armor off and someone does take a shot at you and you fall to the ground. And how do you wrestle with that? And then how do you rise strong? And where do you find strength in the fall? And her argument is, we talk a lot about failure these days, that failure is great and people hold failure conferences and they, they brag about failing, but that's being a little bit trite. Failure sucks. And her whole point is you can never skip those uncomfortable feelings of feeling rejected or uh, like you failed, like you messed up, like something didn't work out like how you wanted to, where your weaknesses are being exposed and it's uncomfortable. She highlights the fact that you can never skip over those emotions and there is grief and pain and discomfort that no one gets to bypass. That is a, it is a rumble. It's the middle section of the story that everyone has to wrestle with and deal with. And it doesn't matter how wise or spiritual or self-aware you become, we're all going to go through these experiences where things come to the surface. And the big thing she talks about is that lies and false stories come to the surface of how we're perceiving ourselves and perceiving the situation, the narrative we're telling ourselves. And those are the things that we are really wrestling with where oftentimes shame is attached to it and shame is being triggered. And that's what we have to wrestle with and expose. And ultimately, you get to the other side of it. And there's no timeline as far as how quickly you get to the other side of it. But eventually, you get to the other side where you're able, you've faced your demons, you've faced what this experience has brought to the surface. And you're now beginning to see more of the truth, though, and you have more clarity. And you can rewrite the story in a much more empowering, motivating way that gives you, that reminds you of your worth and your dignity and how much you deserve connection and a beautiful life. But ultimately you can't skip the middle and that phrase of you can't go under it, can't go around it, can't go over it, gotta go through it, that we all are gonna go through different experiences throughout our whole life. Again, no matter how old and wise and mature we are, every single time it's gonna suck to get turned down. It's gonna suck to not get a job. It's going to suck to feel 
just self-conscious about your body and how it looks as you're aging. It's always going to be uncomfortable to have to fire someone. It's always going to have to be uncomfortable to kind of set a boundary and have an honest conversation with someone when they've hurt you. We are always going to go through things that are going to be uncomfortable. And it's not a sign of weakness when you're feeling discomfort or shame. It is maturity, though, to acknowledge that this is a normal part of life and something that's actually a beautiful opportunity for me to face it. And so the one thing that Brene Brown talks about as a tactic is when you're being triggered, when things are coming to the surface, to stop and pay attention to it and to verbalize this phrase, which is the story I'm telling myself right now is X, Y, Z. And being willing to verbalize that to yourself and verbalize it potentially to the other person that you're maybe in this uncomfortable moment with. That when you're feeling triggered by shame and uncomfortable emotions because of a failure or a setback, to be able to say, I'm feeling this way, I'm feeling these feelings, I'm feeling like a loser, I'm feeling like a failure, I'm feeling like I'm overlooked, I'm feeling like I'm unattractive and like I'm not wanted. And the story I'm telling myself is, I'm not good enough, there's something wrong with me, there's something wrong with my appearance, there's something wrong with my personality, people don't like me, people don't want me. This is the story that I'm telling myself. This is the lens through which I'm seeing this situation and that's why I'm having this reaction. And letting that percolate, letting that sit and marinate for a bit and be like, is that true? And have the other person respond with maybe their side of the story of what they're seeing and how they're feeling and maybe the story that they're telling themselves in this situation. But really putting the story out there and actually examining from a third party perspective, if it's true, is it really true that no one thinks that you're attractive? Is it really true that no one wants you? Is it really true that this setback is going to doom you for life? Is it really true that there is a pattern of things not working out for you in life? Is that really what's going on here? That's how you're feeling. And let's feel those things. But if we can move through them, can we get to the other side where maybe the story that you rewrite is, you know what, I've gotten close to someone who is looking for different things, who doesn't quite want the same type of relationship that I do. I am working in an organization that values a different set of skills and a different set of experiences and is looking for a different type of personality and the person that they move up and you know what, I'm someone who maybe is different and unique from other people, but again, different isn't bad, different brings value. And I'm on my own journey and I'm on my own path and I'm becoming my own person and I'm comfortable in my own skin and I help other people be comfortable in their own skin. How can I, so how can I take this discomfort and acknowledge it, but then allow it to move me into something that actually empowers me into my purpose and builds up my worth and value rather than strips it away. And that's really what I've been kind of going through for the last month or so is being reminded that I'm telling myself stories that are not helpful, that are destructive, but I can't just skip over them and ignore them. It's something that's weighing on my mind and weighing on my body and weighing on my energy. And I need to get it out by talking about it. I need to get it out by writing it. I need to get it out by naming it when I'm close to having a fight with someone or just having an uncomfortable, awkward relationship with someone now, being willing to state, this is how I'm feeling and this is my perception of this situation and these are the stories I'm starting to tell myself because this has happened. I know it might not be true, but it feels true to me, you know, and that's what I'm working through and that's what I'm moving through. And 
giving yourself time to get to that other side where you can acknowledge that story you were telling yourself was not accurate. And this is a more accurate, encouraging version of that story. And I don't know about you, if you are going through something in already the start of the year where you've been triggered in some way, where some discomfort has come to the surface, where you're telling yourself a story about yourself and your circumstances that's hard to take and that's you know emotionally not um, enjoyable. And can you and I practice this habit of rumbling with our own stories, rumbling with our own discomfort, naming our stories? And that's the big thing that Brene talks a lot about is that if we don't rumble with the feelings, our lives become chaotic and dysfunctional because there's a lot of people out there, myself included, who think that you can just ignore how you feel. You can numb it. You can numb it with other things. You can turn to alcohol and drugs and food and sex or busyness with work, um, striving after perfection, whatever it might be, that you can do something to distract yourself from what you feel. You can shove your emotions down and ignore them. You can just ignore the situation, ignore the person, and just try to move on with your life and pretend that that didn't happen, pretend that you're not feeling that way. But it it always is the green-eyed monster that rears its ugly head if you don't wrestle with it. And you can go years of your life numbing and distracting yourself from something that very much is there. Emotions are something that when they bubble up, they're bubbling up on purpose. They're coming to the surface so you can address them and move through them. Emotions aren't trying to hurt you or sink you. When you feel the whitewash and the cringy feeling of shame, when you feel loneliness, when you feel despair, when you feel confusion, when you feel anger and resentment, when you feel hurt, those are not bad emotions that are, you know, like an illness you know, it's, it's your body's trying to help you when it has a really strong reaction. And we prefer to be, you know, experiencing passion and joy and exuberance. But when your body feels a really intense, quote unquote, negative emotion, that's just as valuable. And your body's giving you a sign, just like if your body was in pain, if your body was, you know, your nervous system was, was going off in your body to try to warn you that you have an injury or that there's something going on. Your emotions are your your body telling you your soul is going through something and it needs to come to the surface and it needs to get released. And so if you can really believe that uncomfortable moments and uncomfortable feelings are actually emotions that are asking to come to the surface and see the light of day, because it's only when something comes out of the dark and actually gets exposed in the light that you actually can assess how true it is and move it into something that is more productive and encouraging and empowering. And so this is what I'm talking about today, the stories we tell ourselves, how do we rumble with our stories, a lot of this great work about um, moving through vulnerability and shame that come from Brene Brown's work. And if you're like me, maybe this is something that you need to really be thinking about at the start of the year, the stories you tell yourself, the stories that you maybe you've held on to from last year and from previous years, and how can you start to rewrite a different narrative and story for how you perceive yourself and how you perceive your life something that's more encouraging, something that's more empowering. And with that, I'm going to sign off here for this episode today in Olay Bloomer. And please stay tuned for more episodes and content.